right. Welcome to the Bad Christian Podcast. We were listening to The Outside by Classic Crime, and I can't believe it. Our very first guest on the Bad Christian Podcast is back, Matt McDonald. Uh, hey, look at us. Self-described genius is what I've seen you write on Google. <laughs> Uh, yeah. so, songwriter extraordinaire. I don't know what other what other uh, titles you have, but I believe in all of them. It's awesome. So yes. that song's called The Outside. N- new album's out and sounds great. This track's awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on again. I can't believe how many episodes. What episode is this, Reva? Four ninety eight. Oh my god! It's been four. Well, you've been on a, a throughout the years, but that very first episode was years ago. Yeah. And we, we did not know each other as well as we know each other now. I like no. you way more than then. <laughs> back, back then, I thought, I'm going to use his name and his band's name to help my podcast. Now, I am glad that you are here. <laughs> now, I'm using your podcast to help my band's name. How the tides have turned. <laughs> did, did, back then, Matt McDonald, did you think, this is never going to last? <laughs> I don't know. I, it was bad. Like the, I remember that first episode being bad. I haven't heard it in a long time, but I remember it being awkward. I remember us talking over each other. I remember right. people feeling a little nervous. But that was, you had recorded several before that that you, that you decided not to release. And you guys had all collectively decided that that was the best one to yep. start with. Right. Yep, that's right. Well, that's my <laughs> philosophy on podcasts is you got to be willing to throw the first couple away. But by the time you've recorded three or four, no point throwing them away. That's what you are. That's what you are. That's just what it is. So feel free to throw the first two away. But beyond that, yeah, eat it. Go yeah. with it. Roll well, with it. You guys did, and here you are. Well, let's talk more thought. about that, but first of all, Reva, if you mind pulling that music down. No, keep that music up while I tell you who sponsored the show today. That's Quip. Quip is my favorite electric toothbrush, and you can get your first refill pack for free when you go to getquip.com slash badchristian. That's getquip.com slash badchristian. Also, ZipRecruiter. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place where you can go where hiring is simple and smart, and that place is ZipRecruiter. Where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. So try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash bad Christian. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Announcement-wise, I don't know if I've got anything else because obviously we're pending seeing how live events go in the future. But the Emory show is still on for the end of April. That's selling well and either is or will sell out at a limit of 150. You can find that at emorymusic.com. That's a special event we're going to do. There'll be food, we'll dress up, and we're going to be doing some music in some very special and new ways. Uh, Trying out a bunch of new stuff. So check that out. And then also, Bad Christian Conference is June in Kansas City. And so we're still on with that as of now. And of course, we'll make the necessary changes if we need to. But right now, those tickets are $150.00. Early bird and airfare, I'm told, is quite cheap. So you go to Bad Christian Conference, uh, badchristiancon.com, and find that as well. Okay, now, Reva, you can kill that music. What do y'all got to talk about today? Well, I think it's kind of cool that, you know, we're going to do a show in April in Seattle, and both y'all live there. It's like one of the least affected areas in in America, right? <laughs> so right? far, yeah. It's just. Right, yeah. they haven't done any cancellations or Definitely anything. Outside have they? the quarantine have they? zone. Is there any cancellations or anything happening there, or probably not? I actually got denied tonight of going to see Third Eye Blind and Saves the Day, where I could have probably been side stage or backstage. Chris Keene that plays in Emory is also in Saves the Day, and they're on tour with Third Eye Blind. It starts tonight, and I'm trying to get just you know get the passes. I can get you know what I get free VIP for something like that. No, 
Governor Inslee's <laughs> wiped it out. No, they had just they just announced it a couple minutes ago. We're oh, up to gosh. the minute here that the events over two fifty in Seattle are done. Uh, I'm sure. So the, no Mariners. The, no, yeah, none of that stuff. Nothing. Of course. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll, I mean, they're, they're going to allow the ferries to have gatherings of people right. crossing to Bremerton, but sure. uh, outside of that kind of thing, no. And then as we're podcasting here, I just saw what I thought was inevitable last week, but uh, clearly this week that our public schools are are done. So now you know. So we'll have to be. You know, that's where we're at with that. So. I don't know if events will still be going on at 150 and below, but I'm kind of interested to hope that they do, and that'll cause a lot of innovation in some new spaces. That's the best I can tell you at the moment. I think that's right. Like we we had already limited our show in Seattle to 150, like because we wanted to try that out, yeah, mm-hmm. and see what that's like. It had nothing to do with the virus, and so maybe that's gonna. I actually think for the, for a fan, that is the best possible thing that could happen if more bands, more entertainment involved less people in general now mm-hmm. you might have to raise a ticket price you might have to you know get a little creative with how you do the show or what the ticket looks like and all that stuff but i think that might actually be more valuable like you going to see third eye blind that will be fun because of the band and, and all those people there but if you could see third eye blind with 150 people for example we got to see kevin hart with about 150 people in yeah, new york that. Yeah. I, I, yeah i mean all three of us got to see them see him uh with chris rock and i i mean it, i wouldn't <laughs> That ticket probably would have been unbelievable. They surprised us, but I mean, I would yeah, have way would rather see Kevin Hart it, yeah. with 150 people than you know 50,000 people or whatever you know an arena. Maybe 8,000 people. Maybe I should say. Well, I mean, so what, it wasn't their best material either. In fact, Chris Rock had almost no jokes that really made me laugh. But on the other hand, I probably enjoyed that experience more. He was just reading stuff off his phone just to see right. if it stuck or not. And he was totally cool, but oh, it wasn't so, a barrel of so laughs. Fun. But I would rather see that than him at Madison Square Garden with his A material. Well, did, a, you, it, did you see his special on Netflix, which was like mm-hmm. stadium yes. tour? Yep. Right. It wasn't as good. It was way better to see. It was, it was way better yeah. in the cellar. That's right. For sure. 100%. So maybe there's more to work out there and like break down some of that wall and barrier. And of course, the cost and stuff we'll have to fix right. and what the customs are of how close people stand together. I don't know. We're just going to be in some for some adjustments, but no, we'll I know. See. I, I, I woke up this morning. It was really funny. Well, I guess it's funny. It, it, I woke up this sad. morning and I had a little bit of a. I was like, am I breathing well? Like, you know, all I, <laughs> my throat kind of a little bit of a, a tingle or a burning sensation. And I was like, and so. Matt, uh, I, I will say this about Matt Carter. No matter what, he will not ever admit that he's sick, and he will always push through. And the, the only time he would admit that he's sick would be if it was serious, which I think is actually really honorable. I res- really respect <laughs> you for that. So, I would suggest substituting the word uh, admit with notice. Well, yeah, you might be right, but I, but I'm saying you you do know when you have the sniffles or you feel a little queasy or something, but you will not – let your brain go there, which I actually think That's helps right. you recover or stay healthier than you could be. Once I'm you tell your brain, this is, uh-oh, I'm in bad shape, then the fever is worse, your aches are worse, you're laying in bed, you're doing all this worse. So I, I am going to tell you, today I said, I'm going to be like Matt Carter. And I, <laughs> I took the dog for a walk, then I went for a walk run, and then I cut the grass. <laughs> That's right. You did the right thing. I was like, no way am I getting down. Now, I threw up four times while I was doing it. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, but also uh, I came up with some thoughts. You know how, like when uh, when we're driving the bus or when we're walking or, or running or whatever, all these ideas come to me. I don't know what it is about uh, singular focus. Like when I know I'm running and I gotta 
keep up a certain pace or whatever. It's like my brain really works well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's some lower mode of mm-hmm. thinking that keeps this thing going, and then my creative side just really blossoms. So That's right. I came up with a lot of thoughts today, and I, I want to know if y'all will help me figure them out, because I don't want to say them in public if they're not right. And I, I'm kind of calling this like the thoughts I've had, it might be too soon, all right? And can, <laughs> it might be too soon. So what I want to do is I want to say these, you know, these takes, these statements, these questions or whatever I have that I came up today while I was cutting the grass, and, and I want to just... Give them to you three in a safe environment where you can go, hey, don't ever say that in public. And then I right. won't, I won't yeah. ever say it in public. This would be All a right? good place to do that. Yeah, perfect place. And right. we're, and good, so, we're good right. people to, yeah. to right. balance that off because we, we are very sensitive and careful. We'll make sure these don't get out. If I do not want these getting out. are very right. careful with that type of thing. So yeah, yeah. Y'all you're are in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are the most y'all are the most sensible right uh, we'll, we'll aware of what you're saying in public <laughs> in off, people that in I offensive could, I think is, <laughs> right, is right. yeah yeah 100% so okay uh so these uh, these are some takes and if you can just yell out too soon or no or yes if you like okay. it okay my first take was uh because and this is because of the coronavirus this is all all these are related to the coronavirus uh you <laughs> get to work from home for mm-hmm. like weeks, if not a month, but your pawpaw dies. Hmm. So what's the, tr- the trade-off is you get to work from home for a month. For a month, so, but your pawpaw So are you happy? Are you happy? It depends on my relationship with my pawpaw, as yeah. you say. Right. If he was like a, like or, a real bad dude that was like abusive to grandma, then yeah. sure. Not too okay. soon. Perfect. Not all soon right. at all. all right, That's a great good. question. Tw- tweet it uh, out. The, this virus is in fact tweet racist. <laughs> All right. Okay. Why couldn't it be called Miller Lite virus? We know that white people <laughs> created this. <laughs> right? It's good. Tweet Keep it. Keep it. Uh, now I get to go say I'm buying alcohol at 8 a.m. and no one looks down on me because I'm buying, <laughs> they think I'm buying rubbing alcohol. Right? <laughs> Just don't get the denatured alcohol and you'll be all good. Right. Roll with it. Here's another pawpaw one. I was thinking about old people. <laughs> pawpaw, who has Alzheimer's, doesn't slap your butt and call you Maggie anymore and says, once World WW2 is over, I'm going to get you pregnant. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> you get to bring back your awesome Bane imitation. <laughs> you remember you know, yeah, from back to Bane, basically voice. Sean Connery behind a mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Finally, and I think this is finally going to even out the odds. Gay people get to say that this virus is from God and is here to cleanse the sins of the boomers. No, I like <laughs> oh. it. Right? I like it. Finally. I think these are all appropriate. I think it's uh, all good, yeah. good territory. Tweet it out. Okay. Yep. Uh, how about this one? We thought Joey Svensson was the worst thing ever to hurt this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's too soon. Come that's on. too soon, right? Too soon. That's My not God, even funny. That's too soon. I just laughed for uh, discomfort. Yeah, that was wrong Lord. to say. That would make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, My I didn't God, like I don't it. know why I thought that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank God I'm not going to say that out to people. Yeah, I don't, yeah. don't, don't say that out loud. Never please. say that. All right. Uh, uh, the movie Contagion is now a true story about you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one wind up, wound up having a lot of real accurate parallels, right? I hadn't seen yeah. the movie even, but it's, it didn't a lot of people say that it was kind of right on with a yep. bunch of stuff. Yep, you're right. Uh, okay, and here's one. So that uh, movie was too soon is, is the problem. Uh, Should have been the, more recent. The one percenters has a whole new meaning. 
Damn, you got a lot of gold here. <laughs> that was pretty good, right? Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> right, that's a, like one percent. <laughs> yeah, that's a one percent. Right. That's, that's a, a really good one. I know. And you need to tweet that one immediately before somebody scoops you. In fact, I'm pretty good at this. Too, too late right. on that one. You should have. That's yeah. too late. Not too soon. Wow. All right. Well, I appreciate that, Carter. That's the crossover okay. of the politics. I mean, that's good stuff. That's fertile, fertile. All right. Get well, the wording maybe, just right. Send might, that might one viral. Get, get a retweet. Sign up for BC Club on that one. If you like there that, you sign go. up for the BC Club. All right. My, okay. This last one uh, isn't really a take. I, right. I started thinking about this. I'm, I want to ask y'all a question. Uh, it, and I want you to answer honestly. Who's one person you hope gets it? <laughs> you know, I okay. don't know. I, I was thinking it would be really funny if not funny i mean this is unimaginably bad <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not funny but oh, yeah, could, yeah. like if both biden joe biden and bernie sanders got it which would make tulsi gabbard the only one in the race still right oh you're right that's insane yeah they're, they're because they're their seven they're like 78 booted judge jump back in <laughs> no, i think yeah i tweeted it out and someone said <laughs> no they would go to like some sort of contested convention and then they would mm-hmm. probably nominate Buttigieg or something but i mean all the old white guys they're going around shaking hands mm-hmm. and doing you know right. big public events You're right. i know they canceled a few and it's 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 not they're gonna improbable at all that they could contract coronavirus and die i would think this is wow. bernie's time to ride off to his second mansion and to retire <laughs> his cabin in and Vermont. to give up the thing of like getting the wealth to other people just enjoy his massive wealth and ride this one out is what <laughs> i think bernie should do i mean he's he's prime he should go, he doesn't he have problems? a summer home can't he just go yeah wouldn't that be you know, I don't know the right call. I think we just learned today that he's coming. He's still in the race. He's fighting. He's I'll fundraising. No, so these guys it. might get taken out, though. Not that that would be funny, but that would be just wild. I think it is reason. This would be a reasonable time to point out that things. I mean, I have this problem, but I think that it's totally fine to think of this event as many things about where we're at are funny. Even mm-hmm. though they are horrific, that does right. not exclusive. We laugh to so me. we don't cry. And I do think it's very exciting, and I mm. don't think that's wrong to say. No, it ne- funny and exciting don't necessarily imply glad it happened or positive. Right. It just means I laugh at anything stuff. could happen. Well, but you laugh at something when it's very outside of expectations, right? And it's just a shocking thing to be revealed to you in a moment that you could have never anticipated and it's caught you off guard and you're laughing right. because it's that's funny. It's funny it, to be on the precipice of anything could happen and then something and crazy exciting, happens and you're like, wow. Which is a state of being tuned in and right. focused and, and anticipation and forecasting. That's what excitement's about. Right. It's it's exciting sure. because it's serious. Surprising. But that doesn't mean it's good. No. And just because something's funny doesn't mean it's good. And there's tons of times when something really funny happens to me, and I'm well within my rights to say, but I'm not laughing because I'm <laughs> in pain vomiting. Right. right. That doesn't mean it's not funny. It just means I'm not laughing it's at it. It's just too soon. And I don't want to laugh at it, and I'm very upset that it happened. Yeah. But I couldn't <laughs> deny that it's funny. In a couple That's weeks, different. you'll laugh about Those it. Are, well, maybe, or maybe <laughs> you never laugh about it, but it doesn't mean it's not funny if you're if your papa wins the darwin award and dies doing something funny you can't say it's not funny because i loved him sure that doesn't make it not funny sure it right. means you will never laugh about it the only objective truth in the universe is 
is it funny? Which is like a comedian's That's approach. just separate. It's either funny or it isn't. Yeah. It has no, there, there's no serious sensitivities not involved. Right. So let's just look at, for instance, <laughs> Hitler's mustache. Is that funny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could you laugh at the guy? I mean, that's not, it's not good. No. In fact, it's the worst mustache. I mean, it's funny because it was also Charlie Chaplin's mustache. Right. Who was... Ba- the first major comedian in the world. <laughs> That's what you can't talk right. about. You're right. So well, he knew that, it. So Charlie Chaplin clearly knew it was funny. Yeah, he well, knew it was funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Trump. The The number one way people interact with him is through humor. I mean, they're uh, either making hilarious. fun of him or laughing uh, with him or, you know, whatever side you land on. Humor is a big part of his presidency. I mean, it's oh, a ma- yeah, no and, and I doubt. think he embraces it, which probably helps him in the long run. He uses now, humor to do horrible things that we all wish he never did. Right. But it's uh, funny as hell. It is funny. Oh yeah, but yeah, his no. tweets don't his do tweets that are, anymore. His tweets are his funny. Yeah. It's just you just you just hope he's not the pre- You hope he's still celebrity apprentice, you know, host <laughs> when he's doing these tweets. Right, but he's not. When he I, does horrible things to hurt people, I can't help but laugh. <laughs> I know. And I wish he didn't do them. And I wish I wasn't laughing. Yeah, but no, it's funny. Made me feel bad. Okay. Why? Well, well, yeah. He, he's almost comedic, but but hey, can I tell you something that's not funny? Yeah, if, I mean. Do you want to get serious? I didn't know if we were going to take a turn for serious, but okay, go for it. Fine. Ugly teeth. Not funny. <laughs> no, not at all. And that's why, once again, I have said this about a million times, it feels like, and I will say it a million times more. I love that we get to be sponsored by Quip Toothbrushes. Uh, and if you don't know about Quip, Quip, makers of the Quip Electric Toothbrush, they want you to know that the one single discovery that matters the most about your dental care is simply this. That if you have good habits, you are good. Habitually brushing your teeth makes you have better gums, better teeth, every single thing. And in this day and age, especially when you're you know having to wash your hands and stay clean and everything, why wouldn't you want your teeth as fresh and clean as possible? Seriously, all you got to do uh, is brush for two minutes twice a day, floss regularly, and no matter what brand you use, Quip makes that simple starting... Uh, it, no matter what brand you use, but Quip makes it simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean. I actually, I know it, it sounds so simple, but it helps me to realize what I'm doing when I brush my teeth because, like I, we were saying earlier, I go into this mode where I'm just brushing my teeth and I do not recognize how long I've been on the right side or the left side or the front teeth or back teeth, whatever. Quip reminds me. I don't even have to think about it. It's so user-friendly. And the Quip floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough, which has always been so annoying to me. I do not know how much I'm going to have to wrap around my fingers and all this with the floss. Take all the guessing out of it. Quip. Quip delivers fresh a fresh brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping, so your routine is always right. And if you go to getquip.com slash badchristian right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first ref- refill free at getquip.com slash badchristian. And that's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash badchristian. Quip, the good habits company. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, we now got Matt- fellas, I really yeah. enjoyed that lighthearted intro to this podcast. And it brings to mind to me, well, first of all, we're a little better at podcasting than we were 498 episodes ago in some ways, maybe worse in other ways. But the thing that strikes me is how much different both podcasting and the world are since we all got into doing this. So let's go back to that idea of you coming on 
the first episode of the Bad Christian Podcast in February of 2000. No, it came out December 2013 or 14. 14. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, six it, years. Six, six years. years ago. What was it like back then? The What was it? What in the hell? I mean, you remember being there? And yeah. how much could you not have anticipated where we are now in every way? Yeah. And then a bunch of stuff's still the same. But what's different and what's the same since then? I just, the personal journey for me has just been... Yeah, things I could have never anticipated, and I know the audience journey and even audience turnover and change to new people going on journeys is just when I approach this five hundred mark and think about our shared past with the everybody. It's and I'm trying to remember some of the distinct moments where things changed, like the election night, twenty sixteen, for sure. instance, and sure. stuff. But all the way back, try to try to help me understand where was what did we all think we were doing? Where were you? What was happening? I mean, what was that? 20, like. 2012 is when Facebook went public with their IPO, and that's when the algorithm started kicking in. But right before that, we'd gone independent and like launched a bunch of stuff. And I was, I was kind of learning in 2011, 2012, that if I took matters into my own hands, I didn't need gatekeepers or aggregators. I could just create content and give it right to the people. Mm-hmm. And I think podcasting was kind of like in a bubble at, the, at that time. Like right 2013, 2014, when you guys started... We had listened to a few podcasts, maybe, I don't know, Sam Harris, Pete Holmes, The Liturgists was, you know, maybe one of the other ones that was in the the same kind of realm right. of like spirituality, but life and all that stuff. Um, and there wasn't a lot, there wasn't a ton of podcasts, but it feel like it felt like this, like be- the beginning of everyone going, oh, you can just do it. Like yeah. you don't need uh, a, an aggregate. You don't need someone who's going to be like a gatekeeper you can just go out and get a host and put content online and if people like it you're good like mm-hmm. you can just connect directly and then of course the market over time gets saturated but that was just from a business standpoint it was like oh uh we can take things matters into our own hands as creators and yes. we don't need a label or we don't need a publisher and that was kind of like the chain reaction of you know, I think Bad Christian Podcast and then BC Music and then the words and the books and everything else. It's all the same up. idea. But, but it was still scary, is, though. Y'all are passing over. I mean, no, like, that's what I'm saying. It, Nobody told you what you should be doing. I know, every you can single, do whatever you want. Everybody but. else said you got to be on a label still. Like, like right. Classic Crime was one of the first bands that really were, moved over to the crowdsourcing model. Right. I mean, you really were. Yeah. You're kind of right on the. It, in fact, you guys encouraged us. We were like, oh, wait, they did it. I mean, did did you? I mean, you could have signed to another label. I don't know if it would have been Tooth and Nail or whatever. No you one, no, no one was knocking on our door. And I had just seen, you know, to give credit where credit is due, Fire Iron Frenzy had like a a comeback album, yeah, where they raised like over two hundred grand on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, if they can do that and they have enough money to record a record, you know, we'll ask for thirty grand or something like that. Right. And so that was kind of the motivation. I was also talking to Nate Henry my old co-host of Don't Feed the Trolls, and he was trying to do a, a website called fanraiser.com, which was like Kickstarter, but it was just specifically for bands. Ultimately, I was waiting for him to get the website ready so I could do it with him, and then it fell through. He had a bad partnership or whatever, so then we went with Kickstarter. 
but yeah, it was it was scary, but it was also exciting. It's like you know anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Like you never know. Like you could just you put your your page up and you hope people want to pre order your album before hearing it. Um, or you you make a podcast, you do all the work, you get all the gear together, and you just hope people download it. And there's a lot of this like cross marketing you're trying to do and sharing and getting other people getting guests, and it's that exciting time of building something. The right? building the was fun, it. but it was really what I liked about it was oh freedom awesome but then there's not very many constraints so that means that there's not best practices don't exist so it's a frontier in a way yeah you carve out your own genre really yeah but what is it like if you're trying to do a podcast in 2014 it's what should it be like and on one hand you think well it can be anything but on the other hand whatever it was that we you pick and do it'll become that and you don't really have any data there's barely a genre like if i keep thinking about it for now, when I go to create music, I've shed. I'm not worried about the genre anymore. Sure, it's just I'm a mature. We're just mature musicians, so just whatever comes out will be fine. Yep. Is the way I think of it. But it, back in the time when we had an emerging genre that everybody was on top of, it there was a such thing as a correct or incorrect uh, kick drum sound. Sure, like it just was what what is done, right? And you stick to that, and then you right. do what you do. But you didn't even realize all the constraints that are genre or production style sure. or live show had but it was all you were conforming to something that was working right and so when the new space starts to break or the emerging scene it's things that people are doing randomly that start working and then getting copied right and then the f- crazy thing happens and i think it happened in podcasting tell me if you think that makes sense or not but podcasts back then if you went back and listened to episodes you listened to in 2015 and 16 you would say, what is this crap? <laughs> right. These yeah, people maybe. are suck at podcasting. Sure, maybe. But yeah. but you thought it was great then. Yeah. Or, or maybe you didn't, but I'm just right. saying whatever podcast you were listening to, I bet you would think are poor in quality and unprepared and I guarantee and if unfocused I heard BC like Pod first episode, I would think it was terrible. Yeah, you'd think it was garbage. Yeah. I mean, or, or not just that, but I think any podcast. So, so once things start working, oh, that works. Oh, that works. Then mm-hmm. people automatically start conforming to it. And then the quality of podcasting right. has continually risen. So if you don't keep up or evolve or change, then you get kind of like I think behind. the demand, too, because to the market for it has risen too because podcast is unique in, in that it's just people's personalities being shared mm-hmm. and like i think joe rogan is the perfect per- perfect example of that he can talk about mma or science or conspiracy theories and it's just him and people are like i want to listen to him ask questions from anybody mm-hmm. really because i don't really like and that's the thing about it's 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 such a different medium than you know because you create your own demand it's almost like music True. like before your music before emory's music came around there was no demand for Emory's music. Right. You, you had, had to create, to create the create demand, the demand right. by creating the music. And I think podcasting is like that. And this is why it transfers really well is because no one needs your podcast before it happens. Yeah. And then they hear it and they don't, they might not even need it yet. They might not need it until a hundred episodes in when they feel like they're friends with you. They mm-hmm. understand how your brain works. You help them see things from Calibrated. a different perspective. And now they're like, I want to know what Toby thinks about coronavirus and and how how would a hypochondriac react to a <laughs> what small throat so issue <laughs> tell us tell us more about that what was your hypochondriac reaction today with to your cough so i woke up this morning <laughs> I, I, I slept a little bit later mm-hmm. uh and i was like because i just traveled Devin and i did some songs and stories uh, uh a little song and songs and stories tour in texas this last week so i flew thursday and then back again sunday and this morning I woke up and I was like, <sighs> and I, you know, 
and I was just breathing, and I didn't know if it was me or that I was singing and flew. Like I, lots of times when I fly, I get a little bit uh, funky with my throat or something. Like uh, maybe even mm-hmm. almost always, uh, nothing too crazy. But I, was, I thought I, your voice sounded funny yesterday when we talked on the phone. By the way, I didn't mention it. You're being serious? Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, he must be horse from the show. From oh, the, God. The that, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. I probably was horse from the show. Mm-hmm. For, for whatever reason, you fly two or three hours and you don't talk. And after you you know, just sang your heart out for two hours at a show, um, maybe that's what happens. But So I woke up this morning and I was like, okay, I cannot tell my wife what I'm thinking. I'm not going, <laughs> I'm not going to tell her that I think something that I could be sick because she could she would might really get nervous because I did fly I went to I I think San Antonio is a spot where coronavirus has been uh you know outed or whatever identified and uh and then I did the worst thing that you can do which I always tell people is the worst thing you can do I promise you I tell every person that ever says what I'm about to say they are wrong and don't do it I did like the WebMD thing. I went online and <laughs> I looked everything up possible about symptoms for coronavirus, what it looks like, what it could be, and then I listened to four podcasts about it. Two of them, the, <laughs> all before you got out of bed. Two of them, yeah, <laughs> almost. <laughs> right. No, some of, was, some of them I was trying to push myself, but uh, two of them were specifically scary. <laughs> About coronavirus, and two of them were kind of uplifting. Yeah, I tried to balance myself out. Like, What's hey, this is the worst of you know. Well, the, the one was like a, a Stanford doctor on uh, uh, what the Kara Swisher podcast was it? Uh, decode, recode, decode, or recode, recode, decode. Yeah, and uh, he was saying that obviously you should be nervous, but this might not be as bad. Now, I will say this: after all the things that I read today. Here's what I actually believe. I believe this could be uh, a terrible situation uh, that works out for really good in disguise. I, I am worried that older folks really might be hit hard. People that potentially are obese or have heart problems or breathing problems already, they are in a real danger zone. I would tell them, stay out of public for a little while. Do the best you can for that. But I think that overall, the recovery rate looks pretty good, and I think Maybe we might dodge a bullet with something that is coming in the future that we need to know about. So, uh, I mean, uh, we're dodging a bullet as far as I think there's something really bad with a virus coming in the next 10 or 20 years. And maybe this will wake everybody up and going, oh, we got to change the medical system a little bit. We, maybe we need more beds. Uh, maybe we need more ventilation yeah. masks, stuff like that. Like, I, I actually think... I, I think this will be a thing where it'll pass and we will get a vaccine probably next year and it's going to be okay. I don't think mm-hmm. a majority of our population is going to die or anything like that, but I think this is... Just this, slight this, minority. This, it's going to be sad and, and bad. I agree. I mean, lots of people's grandparents might die. That, that's a real possibility. I hope that doesn't happen, but that is a possibility. That's what I'm saying. I think they should stay away. But I will say this, and, and maybe I'll turn this question to you guys. Is this a sign of things to come? Like, do you think this is a light? Are, are we getting off in some ways light? I mean, couldn't this be way worse? I was telling, uh, I was telling Christy well, that you even know what you're talking about. I was telling Christy, I, I was surprised that a pandemic hasn't happened sooner, like a really, really bad one, like the Spanish flu or something, because right. of travel. I mean, just the yeah. so much travel from different places. I mean, 
if you look back at the the massive epidemics and pandemics in history, it's like when someone comes from an isolated population into another isolated population and wipes them out. Right. And like why, we, with so much world travel and air travel and everything, it's just surprising that we haven't had more. Well, on one hand, it helps that we are already cross-pollinated with all the existing diseases. Like when they came over, the Native Americans all got right. regular diseases Smallpox. and was done. So now that right. we've intermingled, we've got a, a herd immunity or something like that. But but nonetheless, when something new happens, our global travel makes us way more, way more Susceptible. vulnerable. So, and you see in Europe, like all those all those tiny little streets and alleys that people jam themselves into. It's a lot of foot traffic. And you think, oh, I'd really like to live in a, a place where it's like a lot of foot traffic and walkability. And then you see like in Italy and Spain and even Iran right now, like just the crazy amount of outbreak. And I was thinking it might be good. A lot of things that something that I lament about American culture is that we live in these isolated little houses that are separate from right. each other and we're not like walking together or anything. But that might be a good thing. As far as the spread of it, I feel because that we're we'll, pretty isolated. It, the positive, I think there's just so many positive things that could come out of it. And I would say it, I mean, maybe that's just better to focus on the positive because the positive still implies the, the, the existence of the negative, which I think is going to be quite bad. But the <laughs> positive is. Uh, well, you can't just skirt I'm over so, that. What do you mean? I'm so no, surprised. I'm so surprised that you, the, uh, the indomitable optimist, would right, say I'm that this optimist. would be. You the know. person who never has washed his hands. I've never I, seen I, him wash I, his hands. <laughs> How many years I've known you? I didn't say you no, wash I'm your hands I, once. I do wash my hands, but okay. for a different... I don't know. It's hard to explain my, my He thinks everyone else is going to get it, not right. him. I'm not worried about getting it particularly. No, that's not the, it's, that's not the issue. But I, I'm optimistic. Of course, I know that I'm optimistic, but part of being optimistic for me is readjusting baselines to... Ex- What's the worst case scenario? Accept it, and then it'll be way better. Than, then I can be optimistic. From sure, that. I, guess I mean so. that's. I'm always looking for the worst case scenario first, and then pull it hmm. back from there. And it's kind of an engineering thing. When I'm, you know, my dad would say to me, "Son, you're just going to push that thing until it breaks, aren't you?" But yes, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to find out where will it break, and then yeah, I'll know, right. and then I'll know from then on. And so then I it need will to only find be the good, boundaries. It will only be good news if you think about the worst. Yeah, so I'm. In every situation I'm in, my method is to find the boundaries. How far can this go before it breaks or is too is bad? Or how much can I take of this particular pain? Or what, you know, right. and then sure. you come back in from there, and that's always an optimistic way of looking at it from my view. But okay. yeah, I do have to focus on negatives. Now, I'm optimistic. Don't worry about the negatives. Just 100,000 people going to die in the United States. But what <laughs> what's good is that we will... Really be <laughs> what is good is that I believe in everybody, and I do think it's a chance to for people to really work together. And I do think a bunch of people are going to get unstuck from bullshit ways of things they thought they cared about that will be clearly sure. not matter. This is not a political problem, it's just yeah, it's, it's going to infect yeah, everybody right. the same way. Yeah, it's it's a hell. It, it highlights the healthcare so problems many in our heroes system. Emerge and things that we thought were important that are not important and stuff right. like that. So I, I think it, a little it, suffering's good for the country. Is I what think you're it, saying. I think it. That's the best way to look at. Tell it. that to someone's well, who no, just lost no, their grandparents. That's what I'm saying it's not a good thing that's <laughs> happening. I'm just saying that there's an optimistic way to look at it, right. even if it's really bad, which I think it's going to be on the bad side. I mean, I think it's going to be on the bad side. All right, before we go any farther, Toby, Matt. Let me tell y'all something that's changed over the years. You know, if you go all the way back, you'll remember that hiring used to be really 
hard. You had to do multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. In fact, you go farther back than that, you'll see that help wanted sign in the gas station window. That was really not, that was really difficult to find qualified candidates in that way. But today, not so much so. Hiring can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done. And of course, that's ziprecruiter.com slash bad Christian. Now, Here's how it works. ZipRecruiter will send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job sites, but they won't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter also will scan thousands of resumes, thousands, to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. It's very precise in that way. You can even add screening questions to your job listing so that you can filter out candidates and focus on the best ones. And ZipRecruiter is so effective, in fact, that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So if time is money, how about one day to find a good employee and then move on with your life? I think that would that makes a lot of sense. Four out of five quality candidate first day. And right now, to try ZipRecruiter for free, our listeners can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash badchristian. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash badchristian, B-A-D-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash badchristian. Okay. Where were we? My professional opinion is inflection point in at least a week, and then we're long-tailing and then we'll be fine by June. What does inflection point mean? Basically, on a logarithmic scale, mm-hmm. it's like you're going 1.15 per day mm-hmm. percent, which is like it's like uh, compounding interest. So more and more people are getting mm-hmm. infected. The inflection point is when it's less than one. Right. When That's it, when, when it starts it to break. Break the pattern. And then and then it go, and then it starts the it's like lowering the right with the curve or whatever. So whether that's in May in, or July in, or two weeks from in now, Korea, in South Korea, it was within a week, mm-hmm. and they had a massive peak, and then in a week was the inflection point, and now it's straight curve. China's the same thing, and I think the U.S. could get there, maybe even a couple days, where we have we actually have less, I think, announced today than we did yesterday, and we you don't know until you see the long term scale, mm-hmm, right? But like, if that inflection point hits within a week, I think we could be good by June. As long as everybody keeps their what do they call it social distancing mm-hmm. and and right. washing their hands and stuff. Well, I'm I'm a real big believer in that people will do. I mean, it'll divide some things out, but you will see people behave well. I think people will behave well when it gets crunch time. I'm that's what I'm optimistic about. Some people say when it gets tough, but everybody's out for themselves, and I I think better than that. I'm optimistic about that part. But okay, so. Uh, Carter, this is where you and I differ because I don't know. You, you seem to be like you. You throw out the number a hundred thousand people will die, right? Like that I, should. I mean, I'm it, not. It, putting, it, it seems. I mean, it seems like I mean, you're implying that that's scary. I, right? I find it scary. Okay. I understand that, and I think that is scary. But I mean, how many people die from car crashes every day? And I just looked it up. 40,000 a year for car crashes. Yeah. 30,000 for the flu. I get it. 40,000 for car crashes. The, the difference I, is we're adding, we're yeah. adding a problem to, but, you know, that, that but happens it could be the and same, we mitigate well, those Well, how problems. about opioid abuse? An opioid abuse, 70, sure, 000, in 2017, mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. 70,000 people died from uh, 
drug overdoses, making it the leading cause of injury mm-hmm. death in the United States. So if you add car crashes and just just car crashes and opioid, don't even think of a disease, another disease or anything. That's a hundred thousand people, and sure. so. And no I'm one's not, freaking I'm, out I'm, because it's normal. That's right. What's, freak at, what's abnormal so, is an extra 100,000 from a I'm novel not worried disease. About it, like in that way. That's but, not really. But my, my point would be if it could, it potentially isn't an extra 100,000. It might be those same people, the opioid people who are maybe they're doped up or weaker immune system. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe it's the same people. The person driving the car might have a heart condition too, and they're going to die from the coronavirus. I, I'm saying I understand fully. To be concerned, I have made precautions for my family. Mm-hmm. I bought extra food and supplies, uh, medical stuff. Uh, we're still doing it. I went today, we're potentially having the coronavirus, which is probably dangerous. I don't think I have it, but I went to four <laughs> different places to buy rubbing alcohol, and it was completely sold out. Yeah, no, we don't have one hundred percent. I mean, there is sure. zero rubbing alcohol anywhere and i was like whoa this is i mean people are really taking some precautions yeah. so I, I i do believe people are taking it seriously or those things wouldn't be gone but yeah i mean everybody seriously, seriously as far want, as they can go it still be really bad yeah, yeah no, 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 yes. be, so. no 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 yes no i i think it's bad but i don't i mean i'm just it, saying we're, we're gonna experience permanent lifestyle change Yes, which be, ma- but, but, but my point would be we probably should the, economy, the way be, the so way we were the way we were before is bad moment funny you should bring up terrorism but that's a good way to, to slice it i think is not that many people died in 9-11 so it wasn't bad at all it was only 2,000 people so that was the least significant oh, it was thing that's ever happened but it changed uh, our no. reality yes no, it's no big deal it was only 2,000 people look the flu kills more than that right 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 but it changed so, the way i mean that you flu was way worse I mean, than 9-11 right laws guys? were passed privacy was infringed we went to war in two <laughs> right. countries okay. i mean everything now you're changed. talking about right. bad stuff that can happen right i'm not worried about the death toll i'm right. worried about Bad stuff happening. Well, <laughs> I, I don't count I mean, the death toll. There's plenty and, of alive people on Earth, and, and if less are here, uh, okay, those are individually sad things. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. But 9/11 is worse than car crashes, right? Not because of the death it toll. Feel, it right. feels worse. Yeah. Okay, but it, it feels is scarier. Worse. Well, right. Yeah. List the reasons why 9/11 was worse. Go ahead. Uh, murder uh, yeah. from an from an from a the foreign from a foreign enemy. But is our world worse since 9/11, and why? I mean, yeah, yeah, we went to two wars, Patriot Afghanistan, Act. Been Patriot bad. Act, uh, think of the, Iraq. Wait a minute. How about Many this? of our soldiers died fighting oh, a war yeah, that's for WMDs that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of stuff. The, how about the uh, amount? How about how much money do we spend every year to oh, prevent money, right? uh, another 2,000 could have had deaths? Medicare for all. A lot of money sure. or a little money? I agree. Those drones I mean, are expensive. How many trillions do we spend because of 9-11? Yeah, lots. That was only two thousand people. What are y'all what, worked up about? We yeah. should knock that off. But are you saying yeah. that's an Why overreaction? Is anybody worried about are you saying it's an overreaction so by our government? So this is extreme overreaction. So this is what you're saying. It's you're an extreme say- overreaction. You're saying this is kind don't of like overreact 9/11? about coronavirus. Like everything. Don't will- overreact by yeah, yeah. Like in the ways that we did to nine eleven. Yeah, that's a big concern. But you right. think you'll look back on this day ten years from now and, and be like, I remember when coronavirus happened. Like when when I first learned about it, and when everyone was like, "Ah, oh, it's not a big deal," and then it wiped everyone out. Like you think you'll I, I, remember I, that again? One? I'm not. I don't know about the numbers, but I think the numbers are going to be far higher than you're wanting to. Because I, I remember I, H1N1. Not, you remember swine flu? Yeah, but that's not you know or SARS? secondary and unintended things that go beyond. Here what about and, what about yeah. Y2K? I remember that like crazy. <laughs> that was I'm, a dud. You know what I mean? I know that was a total dud. That was a huge but, dud. So this I is actually, not a dud. I actually this do think we will, we will remember. I think. 
remember the, it. <laughs> the, the reason why, well, I'm saying you'll remember it like where you were and all this stuff because mm-hmm. I actually think the large events will be canceled, like March Madness, which oh, is yeah. a big part of South my life. South by Southwest. I look forward to it every year. Yeah, South by Coachella. Southwest is canceled. Yeah, of course. Uh, Pearl Jam's North American tour. Well, really? I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. I'm saying the economy being collapsed, I find to be very significant. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I find that to be very stock significant. Market tanking. I agree. I sold half of my stocks two weeks ago. I need. I mean, I don't know. I even mean, bi- even bitcoins. Doing I mean, a I, I mean, I think that's a big deal. I think yeah. if uh, we can't do concerts in 2020, that kind of matters. I mean, stuff like that is a big deal. And well, that's going to be that. That is not, what I'm. I am worried about. Like the, one of the big. How many uh, people prob- can lose their houses? Well, yeah, and jobs one of the big problems and, with this oh, it would be the gig economy. All three of us mm-hmm. make our money doing gigs. Now that that's just music. What about the Uber Lyft drivers, where people don't go out anymore? What about the restaurants right. that you know that don't? That people are like, ah, I'm not going to go let somebody fix my food for me. I'll just I'll stay at home away from everything. I wonder. Yes. Flights, I wonder cruises, if this is going to be. I, I actually do think Carter, you're right that. This is going to change the way we do everything, and it of might course. be for the best. Though it but might I'm have taken is, this is to do it. That's what I'm saying. Is the difference that some people are still in the mode of this will all blow over soon? Is that like that's that's the thing I'm feeling that I'm not understanding. It's not ha- yeah. It's like, not helpful to think that, that way. seems like a deny a reality denial, and it feels very childish, and that makes me sound like I'm above people, and I just don't want to do that. So I don't I'm see optimistic. the other side meaning much, though. It won't blow over soon. What's the what's the helpful no. thing there? Well, I think the helpful thing is to well, be just, you have to get ready for everything. Like and you're be gonna re- have to do every, a lot ready. of things different over the you last. Can't, over the mix. You can't like, not get to, ready for everything. Not to not panic everything, but just I mean, you're gonna have to make a lot of different types of decisions you've had to make, and so uh, you know, it's time to start. I went thinking to that Trader way. Joe's to try to stock up, and I left with a box of wine and liquor. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what people are saying. That's like preparing for a blizzard instead of yeah, a no, you one year it, winter. No. That's pretty <laughs> cool. You if you're gonna go out, that's the way to go. I was I like, mean, the, the kids are going to be home from school for weeks. I'm going to need a lot. You're going to need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's not. This isn't. Uh, this, I think I'm feeling that people are saying, "Oh, this is a yeah. big media thing, and it'll blow over." Like a, people over panic for a blizzard, and it didn't turn out to be anything. Right. Right. I, that that Stock one I disagree with. That's paper. not at all what territory I believe that we're in. I don't right. know what will happen, but I'm more thinking that the real bad things will be economic. A, 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 you know, a healthcare sure. collapse. That sounds bad. No hospital I beds. I just don't know how to think. Right. And I'm not saying that is definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's 50-50 or 5%. Well, but that's what I, uh, either I was way, listening to that. that's I was something listening to think to, about, not I ignore. Listen, I was listening pretend. to Kara Swisher, and I thought it was really interesting. One of the things that I did not think about is, if you cancel school, how many nurses and doctors have children that they now have to not go to work and take care of their kids? And right. they could be there for you to help you through the coronavirus or whatever. I do well, think yeah. there will be some serious economic uh, re- uh, repercussions from this. And I wonder if this isn't the start of a huge boom in work from home. Like oh, I, that's what I'm saying. You know that's what I mean? Like, like, that's the like, optimistic side. We're going to really it, it, be able to tighten that kind right, of stuff right. up. Awesome. How about for us, uh, virtual shows? Love it. All, all, go, I'm you all know, over uh, it. Pl- playing on YouTube or whatever. That's like, what I'm I mean. I mean, would what would it look like? Like, uh, so classic crime is going out with scary kids scaring kids, which is you know we we should even talk about that tour because or not it, it, it's it, in it, June <laughs> after yeah. this whole thing yeah. will blow it's over. blown over yeah. then yeah, yeah. be good. Yeah. Hopefully it happens. But if you did the whole tour virtually, would that even or would it be, be just one, one night. show? Uh, would you play? <laughs> would you play? 
Would you play a different show specifically for, like, I mean, could you target people just in whatever city that you were supposed to be in? Maybe not yet, but that might be the case. Like, eventually yeah. you're going to put on some goggles or the reason, hit a, You think so? You, I think the reason people go to live shows is because it's so live and in person in 3D and then mm -hmm. you're swimming in the noise. You can't do that on your computer speakers or on yeah. your TV's I mean, sound system. But but aren't the new ideas going to come from this kind of pressure? They Maybe. will. Right. That's yeah, the good. VR. That's the optimum. I'm I'm optimistic. I'm thinking about virtual shows. I've already been thinking about it for a long time. Now I'm going to think about it harder and faster. So hmm. you say, what can I do? Think about your virtual shows. Improve something. Come up with a new idea. I, Figure out a way to keep people right. from touching their it's face. It's got to be surround sound systems. There's plenty only. to do that's positive. <laughs> So can't be stereo. Yeah, it's got to be surround sound for sure. Yeah, if you get surround sound, you'd be set. Yeah. You know, think about it. Or yeah. maybe like a vibrating. Dolby. It's got to be yeah. Dolby. It's got to be Dolby. <laughs> but I, I will say this. For example, what if uh, Matt McDonald is going to play an acoustic show, right? Mm -hmm. And I get to put on my go right now. It's just goggles. Eventually, I think it'll be even just a better interface with my brain or my maybe somehow my visual cortex or whatever that is, my brain, I don't know. I can't even say this right. But I think it will be something where I see uh, the way you'll be a Charlie Brown character because you like Charlie Brown and you'll be playing classic crime songs and I'll have headphones <laughs> in and, be a furry. and I'll, and I'll, be, I'll talk to the person who's in uh, you know Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma about, oh my gosh, look, he looks like Charlie Brown. That's so yeah. funny. And it'll be like I'm at a venue. Right. I, I think it'll be there. And and maybe this is the push for that. I, I actually yeah. think the virtual world. Stuff like that. Yeah. The virtual world is going to be the thing that actually of maybe course. connects us even more because you will remove, you will, won't you remove the health aspect of being in public? Like, I mean, that, that there is a real danger to being in large groups of people, whether it's a, right. I mean, it's also even a it, danger for being for being too isolated, because then you just don't have the. But you won't be isolated. You'll right. you'll be the least isolated well, you've ever you been. Know. Like for example, I mean, y'all were talking about nine eleven. This one of the scariest things about that is the concentration of people in that area, sure. right? So mm -hmm. what if all those That's people were at the yeah yeah what if all those people were at their homes in Kansas City, or you know in, what, wherever in the middle of nowhere, and they were. In a way, I'm putting this in quotation marks. In New York, at mm -hmm. the stock Working. exchange, oh, yeah. virtually, and all that stuff. That yeah, people it, it will be it slow. To, it, to it would adopt take that, it would take it work. would take a lot of the bite and the scariness out of terrorism and and once again coronavirus or viruses or diseases. I'm thinking that crypto payments and micro payments will speed along, and I think direct to consumer right. stuff will speed along, and virtual stuff will speed along. I'm very interested in. Um, Shit, I don't want to jump topics here, but uh, I'm gonna stay on topic. Okay, stay on it as if it matters or anything Which is like a, that. Staying on topic is a symptom of Corona, by the way. I know. Oh, I'm really sorry. Mind's yeah. Wondering <laughs> is if you don't have your mind yeah, uh, disfocus. I you don't look. Know. I see it in your face. I can tell you have Corona. Both of y'all. <laughs> McDonald <laughs> didn't have it at the beginning of the podcast. And I now do he now. Does. You touched my microphone and I've That's been putting it on my lips. How bad does those SM58s on stage for the opening oh, band look? <laughs> oh my! God. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Bring, We're going to spray. You're right. You, Bring your you, own 58s, boys. McDonald, you've definitely walked up to a 58 before, and it was soaking wet from the opening band and before rusted. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wet, God. Stinky. I bring my own now. Yeah. yeah I'm, so I, I, so yeah, that's I'm good for, that for manufacturing Sure microphones. Yep, you're They'll right. They'll sell more. You've got to get rid of those they old. sure will. But there's sure. will be a ton of opportunity in all of those types of areas, and it'll be new ideas for pressure. And I think micropayments and that direct stuff will really – 
will really go. I think there'll be plenty of, you know what else will happen? It'll shrink bullshit in a lot of industries where it's fluff. Yeah. And then it'll go away. And then good things will be there. And then the good companies hopefully will survive. And that might be true in music. Might it be true that the people who adapt well to virtual interaction and do things like, I don't know, Emory Land or Classic Crimes Community that have already been putting in there will be better right. poised to make make uh, transition very optimistic and then some people will that are doing the old dinosaur style of touring which i think is fine but it seems outdated to me uh they won't be able to make the adaptations and then when you have a good online event and you can deliver at a high level and people are stuck in their house and micro payments have moved along and people are more accepting of new ideas then that should be a fun wonderful time that i feel cut out for. it's so weird people are stuck in their house you're you're thinking that this is going to be around a long time uh, well, enough I'm just for talking it, about 2020. I'm enough not to shape industries? That. Okay. Oh, you, yeah. I think it is a law. Okay, here's my... Here's uh, yeah, my so I'm, I'm disconnected from everybody in some way that I'm not Here's my prediction. Yet. This will all blow over. Everyone will forget it and go back to business as usual. I don't have By faith. Uh, this summer. With how many dead in the, Amer- in the United States? Um, it, it, it could be eight times to ten times what we have now. Just a few, less than twenty thousand. No, we have how many do we have dead right now? Like I don't know, four hundred. Here, something. I'll look it know. up. I'll look it up. I got it right here. Coronavirus it's like, update. It's four thousand. Yeah. Uh, uh, cases. The, no, no, no. One hundred twenty-two thousand cases worldwide. Yep. I'm just uh, talking about, talking about the U.S. Okay, yeah, that's all I can. Really okay, so right now, right. as of as of recording this, total cases are a thousand. Total deaths are thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Um. Half of those are in a nursing home in Seattle, by the way. Yeah, actually, 19 of them, 19 of those 31 deaths were one um, adult care facility in Kirkland, Washington. Hmm. Not miles from where we're sitting right now. So, kind of scary, but... Yeah, no, I think of it quite different than that. You think it's going to go a lot further? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. I mean, I definitely think that. And shape industries, and we're going to change live record... People, I think people are addicted to people. They're going to want to get out there and... Mingle yeah. and see live no, events. Yeah, but I'm not saying that that won't. I'm not saying there won't be live events in July. I'm not making okay. that claim. I'm not making any grand claims, and I'm not saying some big number. But the I I mean, the numbers will be like between a hundred thousand and a million dead or something. Okay, like, right now right we, have, me, we have we have I don't know eleven hundred coronavirus ca- cases and thirty one dead. So you're you're predicting a hundred to a thousand times. As bad as it is right now. I'm just saying, okay, if you want to look at the mathematical case, Sorry. then I, I would go one step farther calmly and say, I think the doubling rate is very important. And we're in the very, if it doubles every four days and that doesn't break for X amount of days, we'll be in for the real bad type of thing. Now, it's also true. I would cut against that the fact that there's way more than a thousand cases already and they're not being tested. So we don't know. So when we see it doubling over the next few days, that might not actually be really doubling. It's just recognition of the, you know, what's already right. here. So right. I'm only curious about what is the doubling rate and how long does it double? That's and so I don't know the had, answer to that. But had, that's the only way to look at it, in my opinion. In the U.S., we had uh, March 9th, we had total cases seven hundred four. March tenth, it jumped up two hundred and ninety to nine ninety four. March eleventh, all very early data. That's March not ele- even good. Yeah, March eleventh, so right now, we're just it's getting started. It's at eleven oh nine, which is um, 
about a hundred. It's less than it's less than the day before. So you, you actually don't know until you get a couple. Weeks yeah, no, out. I'm saying I don't know, and I'll go by the data, and I know what data I'm tracking, and so I'm happy to continually adjust what I think. If is anyone listening to this wants to follow the coronavirus, because we're talking about it a lot worldometers.info is the most up-to-date stats and scales and everything of deaths and cases. It's W-O-R-L-D-O-M-E-T-E-R-S, worldometers.info. I have I, the I, I reload it every day. feeling that is just discalibration with other people. So when I have that feeling, uh, I one of two things is happening. There's either something that I'm missing that makes the way that I'm thinking completely wrong. And that happens to me a lot. It happens to me a lot. Mm. I, I know something's wrong, and I know that the way I'm thinking is not the way other people are thinking. It's very confusing. And when I'm confused about numbers, then I start to really become alarmed because right. I'm not confused about numbers. I'm always right when there's wrong numbers. Right. But that doesn't mean that I'm I have the right baseline assumptions. I don't know if I do or not. But given the ones that I do have, it's it gives me an eerie feeling that other people aren't. I feel discalibrated. Mm-hmm. So either I'm missing something or have an underlying assumption that is off, or what I'm feeling is other people reacting very emotionally to things, which I am missing. So the thing I think <laughs> right. that might be happening is people are emotionally reacting in order to... N- I think other people say stuff like, if it gets bad, I'll deal with it then. That is 100% the opposite of my mentality for everything in every way. I am not waiting till something happens and then thinking about it. I'm always thinking about what's going to happen. Right. That's my normal mode is thinking ahead or something like that and forecasting and predicting. That's how I navigate because I don't don't have the part. and, And then if it does become panicky, I won't be panicked. I'll be calmer than everybody. That's that's what the way I like. Sure. If there's chaos, I'll be calm. Okay. So I'm anticipating chaos and being very calm. But what it sounds like is like you want people to mirror your concern, and when they're not, there's a disconnect. Yes. And you're like, what? Wait. What do you have yeah. that I don't have? Like everybody's right. obsessed with talking about zombie apocalypses and stuff all the time, and I go, that's ridiculous. Right. Now here's something that's to real. actually think about. That there's things to think about, and everybody goes, we. You know what we will not do? Think about that. <laughs> Fair enough. And so I, I go, wait a minute, is that childishness? Yeah. Is that avoidance? Or maybe there's a real strong current here. I'm starting to suspect this. Tell me if you think it's wrong. I'm starting to suspect that other people feel that it is very rude and dangerous to be very negative and say bad things and make everybody get upset and scared that we can't have that. And you know what? It might get bad, and if it gets bad, we will all of a sudden adjust to a new oh, sure. mode of, of very serious. The politicizing we don't will go do out that the window yet. the second. And I'm just making a gradual transition yeah. ahead toward that. Right. And so that feels better to me to sure. try to be ahead of that. But I think other people are like, well, look, that sounds scary. And if we say all that, everybody will freak out. And it's bad to make people freak out. Right. So, Matt, just chill. Let's see how this unfolds. Right. And meanwhile, I'm thinking about what real estate I might buy in October. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. I have a plan for that. <laughs> I don't understand why anybody wouldn't want to think like that. What, is it like vacation real estate? Okay, I'm trying to get to liquid on cash before oh, the economic yeah. collapse. Oh, nice. So I've sold half of my stocks, yeah. and that's been good so far. Okay. And so later, when everybody's 401ks and retirement's gone, yeah. 
I'll he looked up the cash. average age of homeowners in right. Seattle, well, and it's over 60, it's a, so he knows a lot there's going to be some property available. <laughs> of course there will be. Of course there will be. Wow. I mean, I don't see how that's not obvious or not worth thinking about before the stocks go down farther or whatever. I don't know if they're going right. to or not. So I, so I said half. I'm okay. half liquidated. I'll have some cash. I assume the buying and all these other things, the market will probably – I mean, they're, they're, that's, the smart people will be ready. And there'll be, you know, there'll be opportunity. Maybe. I'm not saying I'm glad. Okay, here's but another. I'm just but to here's another narrative. Things we, the inflection point hits next week. It slows down the cases of uh, spreading. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hospital beds empty. We get new ventilators in in emergency. Like a lot of good things could happen where it tapers off completely. The market rebounds, and we're sure. back to normal. That'd be great. But right. you're not preparing for that. What do I need to prepare for that for? <laughs> well, you sold the stocks. What if it comes back double? Right. Well, I mean, I'll get back in. Whatever. I'm not worried about that. This is what my wife. I mean, that's a that's a risk management thing. But I think I through that it. quantitatively, like I'll have yeah, a strategy. I have you a strategy. Say it, this is a, I don't oh, understand the non-strategy part of any of I that. I want to hear it. A pot. A, my my wife. Uh, no strategy allowed up in here is talks, what mentality I'm encountering. Talks about the necessity for positive what ifs because. Your brain autom- mm-hmm. automatically goes to negative what ifs. What those right. don't negative, really negative, alarm negative. me. I love those positive what ifs. Negatives. I'm oh. very good with the negative what ifs. I, I bring it on. I want to process them what in if, advance. What if I bought all the stocks you dumped, and they go 10x, and you're out of the market? Well, and then I, I mean, sell for ten times more. What if? I mean, right, anything sure. could happen. Anything could happen. Then we're talking about the excitement of our times. So plan, politics, plan for both viruses. Both I don't know. Or neither. Economies. I don't know. How about both? <laughs> or neither is the choice. Sure. For, plan for both or neither. No, but, I don't get but, it. But the thing you're saying is nothing. <laughs> then, I don't, I don't you're saying nothing. nothing. <laughs> hey, something might happen this bad. Something might happen no, something that's very specific. good. Like, for instance, uh, I've been thinking so, a lot about homeschooling kids for a long time. This uh, might, I'll never think about that. And my no, school me got canceled yeah. today. It might be for it. the rest of the year. So I don't care if what everybody do has about? corona. I'm sitting in my damn... <laughs> well, I'm just... I, I'm excited to get into the territory. Dropping them I'm, off at the playground. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unsupervised. I mean, hey, I've uh, always wanted to play around with I'll that I'll be idea. back at 3.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something. I, well, I don't care that, if I actually saw fun. the coronavirus playing with kids. I'm dropping my kids off. <laughs> <laughs> the coronavirus Going right down the nine. slide. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that demonstrates that I think differently than other people, but I'm quite excited to think about education virtually and on Skype. Like we do Skype right. for this. That to me is huge. Like, wow, I, I'm doing my job right now with the coronavirus with Toby in an unimpeded way because we right. are here. Now, what else is possible? What if things change? Could I use this for other things? Could I interact with kids in a small group in a way that's positive for my kids and others if schools cancel the rest of the year? That's very fun to think well, about for me. I'm very yeah. interested in it. It's well, exciting. One of the things you're talking that's not about bad. here, and, and I agree with you, the generalized thought that I 100% agree with hmm. is this is going to change everything. And that or sounds epic. I, no, I think it will. I actually do think it will. I, I think that we are going to see our healthcare system way differently. I think we're going to go, mm-hmm. wait a minute, this isn't right. Like, like uh, one of the podcasts, I think it was Joe Rogan or one of the podcasts I was listening to, was talking about uh, how IV bags are made at one uh, warehouse, like in in yeah, uh, Mid America or something like that. And if if there was even if there was just a hurricane, not a virus or so, yeah. or something, it could yeah. be really bad. And yeah. we don't People think don't about know that. How we, all that is. We have been so focused for way too long on the cheapest, getting the cheapest thing. 
And the way our healthcare system is, is we pay to uh, fix ourselves and we do not think about preemptive healthcare. That's what I'm saying. We, we do not hmm. want to listen to people talking about our diet or, a, what health, can you do? or a health coach or whatever. You're right. So I, I actually do think... On an individual that, level, what am I supposed to do about the levies that aren't good enough in New Orleans? It, if you 100%. ask somebody that in 2002. You're right. You say, you know those levies are bad. You know they're not really actually because you know a hundred years starting right. and and the person looks at him and goes well what can I do though right, right. the answer is nothing I'm not it's judging you I'm not saying you're a bad citizen of New Orleans but right. apparently nothing could have been done but because this, no individual could have done anything it so takes a hurricane to build new levees yeah and then and you then do. and that's so that's our healthcare system side. is that's broken and it's going to be exposed as broken to some extent but might we fix it after. think a little ahead. Or make sure not to. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, even the two two month head start. I think it's might I, be worth it. I think it's help. stupid if people are still going to work, are still going out in groups, are, are still refusing to wash their hands, are not taking precautions. Mm. Social uh, distancing is how you stop the spread of a virus. And if you don't want all the hospital beds full and all the ventilators taken and people with actual emergencies dying because they can't get a bed, mm-hmm. right. uh, and emergency rooms over flooding. Don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Be smart. Don't spread the right. virus. Yeah, right. I mean, you have to do everything you can. And Don't take of course, the virus from one person's hand and then shake another t- person's hand with it who right. goes and sees their grandma and grandma <laughs> goes to the hospital. Yeah, I've been asked, I've been thinking that they should close the schools personally, and I'm not yeah. trying to be alarmist on that because I'm not worried about my kids, but I went to pick up Georgia at school yesterday, and her teacher is awesome. She hmm. has a wonderful teacher, and I could not value that more because I don't think many teachers are wonderful. <laughs> This one is, and my daughter has her, and she is about 70 years old, and she's wonderful, and yeah. I really appreciate her. And I also know that I don't wash my hands. I can't stop biting my fingernails. I'm likely to go do a million fucking stupid things. Right. I'm probably going to get the virus. I'm not worried about dying. I don't really want Georgia to go give Miss Adler the virus and kill her, though. No. I just right. don't want her to be at school anymore. No. I just don't want to do that. Right. I just yeah. don't want that. Yeah. So that's true. not nothing, but no. I'll be fine. Sure. Sure, sure. Well, my stock portfolio, I don't know. That's not, all those things together yeah. matter, but I think it's like thinking of it as we are getting a three month forecast this of a, a hurricane group. coming to New Orleans. This in is a group problem, and, and we all have responsibility. It's not about me right. and my health. That's a, right. it's about It's about crashing the fucking economy. Yeah, just and, overall. And blowing up hospitals. Yeah. Maybe. And if we can mm-hmm. stop that, right. we lessen can, it. You can lessen the, the impact. We, you know, I don't know. And if it spikes, if it goes straight up over the next week, everything's toast. Yeah. But if everyone is smart and safe and takes little precautions, it'll doesn't lessen. panic, it'll it'll yeah. it'll curve it out. But imagine there's a mathematical model that projects a hurricane to be category five and hit New Orleans on the date that what Katrina hit or whatever. And, and everyone's three left, months right. out <laughs> and everybody would say, Well, those things spin off all the time. A lot of times they just turn. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, but the, you know, we know what the le- and it may and they say, right. yeah, but a lot of times it goes down to category three. Yeah, yeah, I know, but the model says, right? Uh, yeah, but it's three months out, so that, yeah, I know, but still, mm-hmm. prob- there's a twenty percent chance that this hurricane will be category five. It will not deviate course. It's three months away. Might you want to look at the levees? Yeah. No. 
Yeah. What what can I do? <laughs> that, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. that's yeah. where I feel we're at right now. Matt yeah. Matt is basically uh, Pierce Brosnan in the movie Dante's Peak. They <laughs> yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's did, right. They did not want <laughs> to listen. They didn't think it was going to gonna blow. Jeff yeah, Goldblum he, in Independence Day. <laughs> he's a vul- Matt is a volcanologist. He, he knows yeah, about right. volcanoes, and no one will listen yeah, to him. Right. But if they no, just listen, they could evacuate and get out of there. But they won't listen to him. Whistleblower. No, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not caught yelling for cataclysm. I'm just saying I'm quite fascinated and interested and curious about many things. Now, I don't find them alarmist. I'm calm. Right. I'm excited about it all. Sure. I think many great things are going to happen. Matt, Matt McDonald, are you... Uh are you? You're not nervous at all. You think you'll have plenty of food, and even if the you know you have kids, young kids. Now that that is one of the amazing things about this virus. It seems to not be affecting kids that much. They might get it, but they don't even have that many symptoms. And I think yeah. it's le- it's two percent or less that kids, uh, you know, yeah. under it's ten actually years old. No deaths under nine. Right. I think there might have been one in China. Uh, I do Which find one, that, the what, ageism a little bit yeah. not good here either. By the way, well, I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like we we look at life in terms of potential. I know every life is right. equal, but a life well lived and long lived. It seems like it's 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 okay for that person to go versus a life cut too right. short. It just that's the way humans think. Sure, I, I agree and with I, that. And I, I don't believe. Totally. I don't believe in ageism, and I think we definitely need to stop the spread. Like I said. To, to, to protect our old people and to protect the hospitals and the people who need care in those hospitals from being overfilled. Uh, but like, yeah, the fact that it's not going to kill my kids makes me feel good. Yeah. I yeah, like I that. Agree. Oh yeah, yeah, but right, that's yeah. far that that's to go. Oh yeah, so I don't I don't have a no. you know, like that no. the, the ageism you can comes use in that oh, as an don't excuse, worry about it. but that's not no. an excuse. Yeah. But that, to that's be what I'm careless. saying like but but how worried are you? are you thinking you might be quarantined for a few weeks or something or a month or two? Uh, Matt, Matt Carter thinks months. You know, I'm I've not got ready. all kind of different ideas of what I would do in different situations, and it's fun to think about them. I, I don't have know another way to put it. I, I have an RV. Yeah. Eh, now you're talking. What are you going to do? And I can take my family. I'm a Canadian citizen. That's interesting. So I can wise. take it to the border, and they can do tests on my family, make sure we're free of Corona, and I drive up into Interior Canada and wait it out in oh, a wow. in a provincial park. You know, I, but I, that's I probably options. not the kind of concern because you're not actually concerned with the virus. It's just oh. I can't play concerts. I can't or if the, afford my mortgage. If the grocery stores are closed down or if there's no there's no right. way to get food, like I can leave this country. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. I'm not worried about the apocalyptic type scenario. It's just the long recession and the what you know, just things, yeah. but they all add up. They're not you can't just say they're, they're nothing. They just, no. They all are something. I'm definitely haven't panicked, obviously. I went to Trader Joe's and bought only wine. Yeah. Uh and liquor, but I I missed the whole uh Apparently, I was supposed to get hand sanitizer, and then when I, when Christy went to get it, it was gone. So we we're like, "All right, well, what about the we'll just wash our hands themselves here?" The like, for workers? instance, Devin's wife is a healthcare worker, right? Right, right. Is it not something to think about where she would be in the exact situation that doctors in Italy are in right now, where they work around yes. the clock with yes. no break for all be. the time, and then many of them died in doing yeah. so? She could, yeah. Be. And I, then I, you either yes. do that, or you're a person who doesn't. Do what you can uh, to help. That's uh, well, a terrible situation uh, to be in. I, I will say the scariest thing I can think of is that 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 is similar in a way. I, a, I don't I don't want to totally equate it, but it's like military giving your life to your country. Yeah, that's, right. That's what I they're mean, doing in Italy right now. Right. I mean now you could say, but they're dirty people or something that we won't have that problem. I don't know. I don't know where that comes no, from either. They will. We, it seems I like mean, we'll have we the could. same problem that they right. do. We could. Our do you bet- know those Italians though? They're probably our no. bed ratio what? per thousand know. people is actually, I think, lower than Italy. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's lower than 
Japan has like a super high ratio. So like a lot of these countries have a lot of beds. And so they're sustaining it pretty well. And I mean, you can look at the numbers. South Korea did really, really good. China, draconian. Obviously, we can't do what they did. Yeah. South Korea had like drive through testing facilities. They had everything was free. The government paid for it. And they really stemmed the tide of the spread of the virus. And it looks like they've got it under control. We're still on the up. But looking at those other countries, I think, especially with the emergency measures in from state governors who can do these things, mm-hmm. like say no public gathering and whatever, it takes one asshole to cough in, in a concert right. and you get you get 12, 20, 30 people right. infected. And they go out into the communities not knowing and they go infect other people. So that, yes. it's really smart. And that's know, what and that's what's it. really scary about this virus. It you become uh, contagious really quickly. That is the most scariest thing. I will say this too: we are behind the eight ball in a way because China, how China is, they hit a lot of information. They did not handle this well. They mm-hmm. they they started saying Initially. it's not a big deal, or you know, uh, it will we'll handle it, all, all the things. They would they they did not give us all the details, and so. Now here we're fine. Now you're seeing somebody handle it as best they can, like Italy or South Korea or whatever. And so I think people that that is the thing that is the most disappointing, and the th- the realization that I have is that people and countries are not going to uh, do the clear right thing. Right, China well, is going to protect on itself because it's China. Like, will it, will it? Here's the biggest concern I would have forget death toll is there a possibility what is okay what is your number of statistical possibility that something could happen where things get dire enough to where some form of authoritarian actions are taken that are just a, a really bad utilization of a really bad situation for some insane power grab of an authoritarian regime is that not a possibility well, it is China, a possibility China but did what, that they so, put everybody on house arrest and they were easily able to move everybody's doctor visits online so they get their prescriptions fulfilled or right. filled online and not in person so that they could limit the amount of burden on the hospital system. And we can't do that. Everything's privatized. It's like we don't have the draconian measures to like house arrest everybody. Governors can do some things like limit mm-hmm. crowds gathering and cancel events and stuff in an I, emergency. I, I hate but, the government and I hate restrictions and I hate regulations. But now we but need a one world government. We need a, <laughs> this is where I'm saying this is uncharacteristic of me. 666 but, comes into play, yeah, guys. Right. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That You're going to see all. That's what I'm saying. That, that, will, that will come into play. That's an appealing. That will come yeah, into play yeah. because we already know it'll come into play. As soon right. as something is like that, we know what the evangelicals will do with that, right? right. And that will be a new type of turmoil to deal with. Right. Whatever it will be right. or doesn't be i mean but it's, po- it's it's quite possible right and there's a lot of power grabs when things get chaotic but i sure. think there's a lot of so that, be ready for those now it may, puts me in an uncharacteristic position because i'm anti-government and regulation and authority and all that stuff i'm really at this time and i don't care i mean people say well you should have voted or whatever but it wouldn't i don't i still don't care or it wouldn't have mattered or i wouldn't have right. known what to vote for for this but in none, nonetheless i need to be optimistic and hopeful that our governor jay Inslee. i heard him on the press conference today Okay, I be- I trust you. I think you did a good job. I- I'm I'm going to believe in these politicians. I'm going to give them a chance. Well, trust the experts you know at the saying? CDC. That's trust, different you know. for me. Yeah. But I'm going to. I, we need to do that. Right. I'm asking everybody to. Can we try to yeah. support? It's really a, a the politicians position of 
privilege to, to blow off experts. That's right. Until you yeah, need the vaccine. Right. And yeah, then we yeah. want the experts to yeah. give us the vaccine. I don't want to polarize it. What do you mean it takes 18 months to give me a vaccine? It's like right. just last month we were like, fuck the experts. They don't, they're lying to us. They don't know anything. Yeah. And now we need them. Mm -hmm. And now I think maybe that's a positive. You might see some politicians go, oh, this isn't just bullshit power stuff. We, I'm not worried about my ex anymore. I actually need to not be on the hook for a bunch of deaths. Let me right. try to do the right thing. Yeah, I, you right. might hear it in their voice. You might right. trust them. Yeah. We might depolarize here a little right. bit. It's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Do y'all yeah. do y'all think this will do y'all think this will change? We were talking about the changes in our society and culture, and do you think this will change the overall view of vaccines? Like, I mean, uh, th th I mean, especially where you live in Seattle, lots of mm -hmm. there, there, there's at least a decent amount. Uh, of people I would say yes, think, it will. Yeah, right. But maybe in more than one way. I mean, maybe we'll just start to understand these things better on both sides and stuff. Like, it might just clear out some stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll get the vaccine. And some people will be like, yeah, but, you know, I mean, vaccines, there's some issues with them that people say. That's Maybe we can talk about that, too. Maybe it doesn't all have to be entertainment-level outreach. Right. Maybe we can right. just yes. get to some solutions yes. here. I mean, that's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe everybody's going to get quantitative soon and actually want the information because it might matter enough well, to let do me so. Well, let me ask you another question, and this is the one that really uh, I feel I don't know how to answer this question. Do people, and maybe even a lot of people, have to die to make real healthy change? Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yes. True. Is, that, is that almost the only way? It's the price to pay it's to war, get to the, the, it's the death, good parts. It's suffering. Right. It's You're right. It's just the nature of reality. I didn't even think about that. Nature of reality is that 100%. suffering is a catalyst for change. Yes. And it's the biggest catalyst for and change. And the main message I have for oh, myself, God. that if anybody else wants to take, you people will challenge the level that I'm talking about and say, what do you want me to get? Just tell me the steps. What are you? What, what's the prep? No. The prep is start to calibrate yourself to deal with pain and suffering. Get right. ready for that. It's because, coming. of course, you should have yeah. already been ready for that. Yeah. Accept a deeper baseline and get ready for that. More that will be good paper. for you to be ready <laughs> yeah. for suffering that is going to come from this or something else. Sure. It's coming. It's coming. It's real. Don't get too comfortable. There's always a price. Be open to it and be prepared to be calm in the face of suffering. Right. Walk through it That's, calmly. Yeah. yeah. Try to. Yeah. Be a yeah. good person when it right. comes. Not, right. uh-oh. Now I got to kill somebody to get something. Sure, right? Or kill kill somebody for their hands. Work on your moral character before it's time to oh, decide whether or not you're going to abandon toilet paper. Your job is insane yeah. already. Well, yeah. yeah, don't do that. Just get right. a tushy. That doesn't matter. Get a bidet. <laughs> Are the bidets sold out yet? If you can't just, get the toilet me and Toby paper, just got them. We got a new bidet sponsor. Uh, get coming the on bidet. Board, so. Uh, so great. Uh, uh, okay, we got to get out of. We got to get out of here. But I got one last too soon. Because y'all, this might. Maybe divorces will go down because you'll just wait because they might die. <laughs> yeah, you have a chance. So yeah, so, right? I so like the divorce that. rate for Christians is going to go down. Isn't just that a good thing for Christians? Coughing in their mouth So the night. divorce rate for Christians with underlying health concerns. No, Christians are going to be so happy about the divorce rate going down. could be a side effect of the coronavirus. If, if you I'm have wait this out, autoimmune and respiratory problems, your chances of divorce just went down. Right. 
Good news. <laughs> Corona means crown, so crown the king. Crown the king. Ooh, tell us some more about classic crime and what you are up to and how this might go in the future for you. I don't know. Now now I'm a lot more pessimistic about uh, the future. Not pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> you really shit on my dreams, Matt yeah, Carter. Damn it, Matt. Yeah. No, you're gonna invent something new. You did it last time. <laughs> You're going to invent yeah. new things and continue. You're yeah. a survivor. You know it. Yeah. Be one. I know. I don't know. Be a survivor. It's, you know, I will say, like, I know we were talking <laughs> earlier in this podcast about, like, the excite, the excitement at the beginning of this decade, 2011, 2012, 2013, yeah. up to the start of the podcast. That does feel like it's dwindled. So. Uh-huh. And there's got to be something next. Sharply at Trump's election? is that Was that a hinge? Mm, I yeah. felt that night, like, just what is the world now? The monopolies mm. of social media and this the mm-hmm. access yep. and the just the proliferation of content and the competition it's like it's really really hard to be an artist a, a solo artist or a single uh, independent artist creating content you were so, screaming about that before anybody i knew by the way that it's harder yeah i mean i'm fu- I, what i'm saying is you convinced me to leave tooth and nail and the traditional record oh, contract do sure. something different and you've been screaming about how facebook throttles your post right, since 2012 right. yeah yeah, and 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 at that time I was like, well, you know, whatever. I mean, it's and not, now it's, it's like, oh, the yeah. big four control you, everything. You're right. the smartest really man four, yeah. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not too. not it's it's not nothing. I mean, clearly, I'm. We're still doing kickstarters. We're still putting out records. Our new records out now. It's called Patterns in the Static. Um, you can buy it everywhere or stream it. But I mean, clearly, I'm I'm doing work that I like to do, and I'm continuing to, to create and whatever. It's just really, really difficult to compete and to know where the sources of income are going to come from next. Who do you because, see your competition as? Well, I just mean like competing for attention mm-hmm. of the people who attention. are interested. That's it. it. It's just attention. That's it. Yeah. And because attention's so caught up and distracted. And maybe that's one of the pluses of, of this, this epidemic happening or pandemic, I guess now, is that... Um, is that people will focus their attention on what matters? It's all about for a attention second. for sure. Right, like it used to be true that you could hold a bunch of people's attention by being Christians that said dick and fart jokes and use bad language. <laughs> it turns Back out that was enough to completely capture everybody's attention for yeah. some period of time. Twenty thirteen, I think it was. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how easy it was to get right. attention at yeah. some point. Yeah, all right. And now that's like get out of here, you assholes. Yeah. I mean, it's like that's what it feels. Like, yeah, I got better things to pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's 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 in constant flux, and I feel like it's a hustle all the time. It's like you're you're trying to figure out, okay, what next? What next? You know, we do the Discord, or we do, mm-hmm. right. you know, we do. I do Twitch streaming, like like mm-hmm. you guys. Like we're all, we're all in this relationship together as independent people, trying to gig economy our way through it. Right. And the gig economy is going to take a hit, probably. Um, and a lot of powers coalescing at the top, and we. It feels like there's need for it's. It's time for a change. It's time for some mm-hmm. new innovation to break us out to get us back to um, having a a pure relationship with the fans and the people that support us. Are you feeling? Yeah, but what, what pedals did you use when you were writing your record? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at on optimistic versus jaded about being a creative person and making music or classic crime for life? I'm now? always jaded. Um, You're a good combo. In the middle of doing it, I always feel like I should just get a real job. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I have other skills and I could help people. And and you know, this isn't worth it. I'm broke. I'm in debt. I'm struggling it's hard on me emotionally it's hard on me just to do it by myself you know like why did i choose this career and then 
I come out with a record and people really like it. And they said, give me more. And I go, okay, well maybe there's something to this. And I try again. And it's, it's like a cycle of that. Also, every time I had a kid, I had that same doubt of like, I need a steady paycheck. I need to stop hustling, you know? So I don't know where I'm going to be. I take it one album at a time and I'm not opposed to getting a quote unquote real job where people actually pay me for my, my contributions to a group effort as opposed to like, whatever it is I do with music, but, um, but I don't know. I, I have no, no idea. I'm 36 now and I always look at Toby and I think Toby went through this. Uh, I'll it, be 44. A decade in a ago. Weeks. Wait, <laughs> right. so for musicians. A decade ago, I went through exactly what you're, yeah, exactly <laughs> what I'm going and through. I did And it. he made it and he's still here. Yeah, I fucking and did if it. he's here, Damn it. He's got two functions, and, and right. you'd have to see for the individual which it is. It's either, wow, <laughs> Toby's a bastion of, of leadership and sticking it through and being a survivor yeah. and finding a way. I like and, that one. And that one. Yeah. And the other one's like, well, I'm not as bad as that fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> He's still doing it. No, no, no. He's he, always. I mean, that's pathetic, but at least I'm not like that. <laughs> Toby, you're always right. an encouragement to me because I'm like, if he can, you have, it's the same thing. You have three kids. Yeah, I got three kids. All right. You live in a way cheaper part of the country. So that's not really com- comparable, but uh, but you know, you push through, you make it happen, you innovate, you try new things. I mean, that's that's my motto too. Like I I, I definitely follow that, um, and and I want to know what's next. I just don't. Right we've now, seen it's lean like, times and we've survived. We've so survived. You have lean more times. confidence that you can survive well, the other one. So. I, I will say this, uh, and and Carter has said this a bunch of times. I, what we do, there's no guarantee, but. I don't know at this point in my life if there's any guarantee in anything. Like, I mean, you might be working at a job right now where your CEO is going to screw up and your job is gone mm-hmm. tomorrow or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, a, like we, we don't have a guarantee. So it's I, I like term, that. Yeah. That I, I love the idea that I'm doing what I want to do and hopefully it will work out. Like, it, it is scary. It, it is always scary. I, I mean, I, I know that I'm getting, I'm, I will be 44 in like less than two weeks. And I think, I'm gonna play shows where I scream, and and, and people in their twenties are gonna come and relate. <laughs> you know, I'm like what? What? Who are those people? And why would they do that? And they always seem seem to. And right. I'm just trying to do what I want to do, which is, and maybe that's what every business is, or every career, or whatever. Sure. You, you're just trying to figure career. out something that you like and you're good at. But I, you either follow your dreams, quote unquote, or you work for someone else who is. I the mean, middle of that right, to me is right. just doing what you are good at and then finding a way to make that work because you'll be satisfied. I think it's more about doing what you are good at, not what you dream about or something. Yeah, I said quote unquote for yeah. that reason. It's not but necessarily, it's I, not, I this isn't my, my life currently is not my dream. Right, life. yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. That's the, the yeah. But you do what you are good at um, yeah. to the highest level that you can stand without having to do something somebody else that, wants that you to. That is yeah, really exactly. interesting, though. McDonald, what is your dream life? What's the thing that, if you could change a couple of things about your life, what would it be? Would, uh, would it be more money or more success? Or no, I mean, I mean, I get I get this line of questioning. I, I should be a lot more grateful, and I am at times really grateful for my life. But, like, there are... There time are, to time. Time to time. But there are things <laughs> lacking at times you know, for instance, I work alone in a window, windowless room. I would like to be have in a, a more, 
a window See? or right. uh you know to collaborate more with other people to be around adults to uh, you know <laughs> right do stuff uh you sound like life. a mom that stays at home with the kids exactly That's exactly what they say but the kids are the kids are the fucking pro tool sessions that i right. open up a thousand times <laughs> trying to fix so yeah yeah there's little things where i'm like my dream would be yeah not to be in in any sort of debt for one because that's a pressure right and right. then and then to have a more collaborative and energetic work life currently that's what that's what i always tell carter so. I, I do not care about the amount of money i have i do i i, I think it's silly to try to i'm going to be a millionaire that that sure that that doesn't excite me or make me feel happy or whatever i love though that there's just a can uh a security or a, a continuous income that I know is going to happen. Like that, right. that is a thing. Like if I knew, if you told me today that Emory will last until I'm 77 years old, I would just feel so much relief. I don't care <laughs> even how much money it is. Like I actually don't even care. I mean, I can make money work. I'll figure it out if I have to do a side job here, whatever, whatever that is. But I just don't know. Like I, I, I do not know if when I'm 50 years old, I'm gonna scream walls. You know, the beginning of walls, and that fear makes me think maybe <laughs> I'm wrong about what I think about the future. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I, like maybe I should. Go get a job at Home Depot and be a manager at Home Depot. Well, how do you and, think and Ozzy I, Osbourne feels, man? <laughs> he, well, he made so much money, though. So it didn't matter. You know what I mean? We, our bands, unfortunately, have kicked ass. We're probably, both of our bands are probably in the top 3%, 5% in the world, in the history of the world, at making money. <laughs> And we don't know if tomorrow will work out yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah, we don't know if the, the Ozzy bills knows get tomorrow is going to work out. Yeah, yeah. that's the Security only that's the big is difference. Issue yeah. there. True, but that you right to say that other people's jobs and corporate jobs that are for somebody else's mission right. that they're not even good at or highly productive at at all are also in completely increasingly right. insecure. Right. So that starts to make us look a lot right smarter over the long term and less foolish than, yeah i like don't you want look smarter at 44 doing this than you did at 24 to be honest true when you were 24 uh, it's like dude you should be on your track you should be getting the yeah. thing you should be doing the whatever this you, what's your backup plan that was when you were 24 you're 44 and doing this i mean you you'd Survive already be irrelevant maybe. in the workplace by now <laughs> yeah, but, but, but at 24 there was no there was no wife and no three kids sure, and, sure. And, and no worsening health sure. and getting older and lack of memory and all. i mean there's a bunch of factors that go into it that's the thing that like when you're young like i really do believe all three of us took real risks when we were totally. young no, yeah. that were right and yeah, that's right. what's kind of cool saying. like yeah. like other people at our age didn't take those risks and that maybe it worked out for them. Maybe they, chose then they the got right a Miata and, and cheated on their wife this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's the worst no. midlife convertible. Crisis. That's what those people did. Yeah. They took a risk now and it was to not get, uh, lock their cell phone text right. messages good enough. So their <laughs> wife saw it. You're right. That was the risky thing they did. Right. The risky thing I did was put all my effort into a creative career. Every, right. e every single day of, of every single month, for 20 years <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's the risk yeah. it's like well this could probably not work out <laughs> keep going let's hear another one of those songs is this which one can we play can we play the one that i like uh no you had one which one which I don't one know. we got i mean do you want like a soft as if there's one, only the, one i like but the, the, the well the you like the water's edge but i think i did reva um, well what did we talk about 
Summer of '92 is the one we talked about. Oh, Summer of '92. Oh, that's that the that's the oh, nostalgic yeah. emo one that uh, that Toby liked. Yes. So uh, let's I, well, roll this that is what I said there. about it. It pulls off a big old chorus, which I love. But most bands make a big old chorus stupid, <laughs> and y'all didn't do it. <laughs> and that's why I like. I was like, I'm listening to this. I know what they're trying to do, and you pulled it off. That is amazing oh, to me. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for coming in. We'll yeah. have you back on episode thousand or so. Sure. And yeah, when you go platinum. Yeah. No. And I'm going to listen to work out. the song that the folks are about to listen to. I'm going to listen to this on my deathbed in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when the neighborhood was ours? Bikes on the sidewalk, passing cars. The never-ending summer of 92 Sun-bleached hair, freckled faces, simple things to do Searching for a memory that I